double bill. Putting two things together, it's double bill. It's double bill. Hi, and welcome to Double Bill. We'll be doing a nugget today. I am Brian Watson Jones. Uh, I'm Mikey Postel. I'm Josh Humphrey. And we have our special guest today. Hi, I'm Alex Colliard. None, none of us wanted to pronounce your last name. I've got, I got that. <laughs> I, took I wanted the to cue. give him the right to say his own name. <laughs> I was we just have, terrified. We have handsome, deer in the headlights. We have handsome Jesus here today with our as our special guest. Yes. Oh, Alex handsome Collier. Jesus! That's that's pretty, that's pretty apt, actually. Yeah, I think I said that. I think I said that at the uh, podcast festival. I was like, our sound booth guy is handsome Jesus. Well, like that. the issue that I've always found with Jesus is that he's depicted so ugly, <laughs> and so that's very nice. You're that I'm up, the handsome up, version up of that. Okay. Yeah. No. So if you're I've actually been compared to Jesus a lot, now I feel backhand. <laughs> if you're looking at our faces right now, we just know that he. Well, how are you in the room? From what right. Thing? If you look at our faces, we run the gamut from clean-shaven to mustachioed to uh, whatever that badly is. tuned beard to well-tuned beard. No, yours is well-tuned. This is this no, is Scraggle. Just not me shaving. I will fight you to the death, all right. on this man. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, we have right. sandwiches doing here. Welcome to Double Bill, where we will be fighting to the death today. Uh, we are doing a mixed bag of nugget suggestions from the Noise Picnic Live Podcast Festival additional yes. words. This thing. is a first in a series. Monkey. Alice has agreed to join us for several of them. So a series for two, perhaps three. I think maybe even four or five. Ooh. We'll see how many we crush We'll out. see how many we get out today. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, we're opening with um, actually Alex's suggestion from the suggestion bin. He gave away that he was the anonymous man behind this one. Uh, the picture of Dorian Gray with Gray Poupon. Finally, a food mix. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've been pushing for that since. Well, I've been completely sarcastically pushing for that since the beginning. Uh, well, so, we've been we've been talking. We usually try like we've made a couple of subtle attempts to like pair food with whatever double bill we're doing. You know, yeah. like with when we did the, the yeah, seven samurai. Yeah, right. When we did the seven samurai, it was like we sushi. Go, you know, we don't and, go for a food pun though. Were you here during seven samurai? I thought it was just me and Brian and Don that were here. No, does, oh, watching. when we recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Does, real quick, does. Does the picture of Dorian Gray versus Gray Poupon, does that qualify as a pun? Or is it just using the word gray twice? I think I just, it's just using the it's just, yeah. I, I, You gave me a lot of credit by saying it was a pun. I just was like, I don't know if I'm that clever. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't even know if there's... I don't want to disparage your suggestion, but it's kind of just I mean, the it's, same word. It's on, really just lazy. We might, we might be able to call this a pun. Let me double check. Something <laughs> oh, yeah, right. please please check it's like It's like if we did like the portrait of Dorian Gray and like an episode of Gray's Anatomy or... I mean, what? That? See, that seems like it would be, make more sense. <laughs> Since they're at least uh-huh. somewhat in the it, same it's medium. It's totally a pun. Because Dorian Gray is spelled with an A, and Gray Poupon is spelled with we an A. We did it. We did it, you guys. Ooh, yes. That's yeah. just oh. scraping into pun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really fucking yeah, these right. You were just like over the line from what? Wordplay to pun? What is, the, what is, is the differentiation? This is What's barely even pun? a homophone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, anyway. This doesn't yeah. even register as a dad joke. Anyway. This is as much of a pun as uh, Barack Obama is an American citizen. Can we all agree on that, you guys? Can we all agree on that? Truth. Okay, Truth. good. Okay, I will so. say no <laughs> polarizing political statements ever. Yeah, well, then I've got a lot to he say has about a career. Oh, got, I have a career to think about. Damn it. Career to think about. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I really don't care. I'm hungry, and I would like so, to eat this sandwich yeah, that so is in front of my face. The, the version we okay. as a group just listened to. 
Um, the 1957 ABC Mystery Time version of The Picture of Dorian Gray, a 24-minute piece starring Sir Laurence Olivier as not Dorian Gray, actually a different character, whose name we can never remember because Watton, it's not Dorian Wooten. Gray. Yeah, Lord something. Lord Watton or Wooten? Lord and Lord... Hands up in front, yes, Lord sir. Lord Sir Badden. I really want to talk about two things about the experience. One, I really like sitting around like I was at an old-timey radio. Yeah. And that was kind of fun. That was and a was, big throwback. Was, and I was like thinking, like, would this be how people really did it? Would they just sit around and, like, listen to the radio? Because I, I was on is. my I was on Pretty my much. elbows at one point, and I was, like, you know, twiddling my thumbs or playing yeah. with the little things around me the, all the time. Well, the, think people used to actually do that with TV. And now we just, usually it's, like, on the background while we cook or something. Right. Like, like even now TV has kind of gone where radio goes, it's where we'll, bit. like, kind of barely listen to radio. Yeah. Well, it I mean, but it used to be like a, ooh, this is amazing. It was a sit-around experience, you know? They would turn yeah. it on, like, we have to tune in to Little Orphan Annie. I mean, think about the movie uh, Christmas Story, you know, when, like, he'd tune in I every try week. not to think about it, but yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, that's, but that's the point. Ralph would like, tune in to Little Orphan Annie, mm-hmm. get his little, like, decoder ring bullshit. And then it yeah. was like, now, next week I've got to tune in because I have not the same amount of clues for next week so I can get my decoder ring mm-hmm. to, like, spell out the message. Yeah. And um, that, of course, was the, the real experiences of Gene Shepard who wrote the, exactly. the Christmas story. And I think we were all leaning forward Shepard. because we didn't have, like, a massive sound system. So we all That's sort of true, had to, like, right. lean in and, like, listen to But that also, like, yeah. mimics, like, what old-timey totally. radios might have been. They right, might right. Have great sound. As low a volume as we could get off of my phone player, I mean, it was still better sound quality than you could get out of an old radio. It was low def. Tubes. It was when low we fir- def. When we first started listening to it, though, I was like, oh, this is a podcast and they have like an old-timey radio filter over it. <laughs> that was nope. the other thing I wanted to nope. mention. Too much podcast in your life. Not enough old-time radio. But yeah, so, we, it was interesting. It was just, it was like they were really pressing the Lawrence Olivier piece at the very top of it. And mm-hmm. that's what we were all kind of laughing because well, he was there about most of it. Right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. so this is starring Sir Lawrence Olivier, blah, 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 and nobody else. I'm yeah. like, well, like, who else? And we're like, kind of trying to look some, like the names up. Like, who was Dorian Gray? Who was the uh, the poor female actress who they shit on during the entire po- the entire well, podcast? I, I, this is well, Dorian Gray is a character in a story, Mike. <laughs> yeah, this is this is maybe important for the for the for the next part. Um, is this the pic- the portrait of uh, Dorian Gray versus Gray Poupon, or is it specifically what we just listened to versus Dorian or well, versus uh, Gray Poupon? I think it has to be the same way that the sandwiches we're eating aren't just you know Gray Poupon on a silver spoon. Right, they're, sure. They're Gray Poupon on some kind of meat on some. Kind of bread. Well, okay, but real quick, has anyone listened to or has anyone read the the, the actual novel, the origin story of Great? Oh, uh, the short. I believe the short I have. Story? Yeah, I definitely have. Once but it's been is it just a short story? Years. I don't see. There's, that's story. how much it's knowledge I have. Of it. Well, <laughs> and I've also novel. I've also been able to actually enjoy. Uh, I think there was. Uh, I've seen. I was talking to these guys about Penny Dreadful. Because Dorian Gray is a character, and it's that recent Showtime show that kind of mixes a lot of Victorian characters. So you got Frankenstein. Oh, hmm. It's it's rad as fuck. I I was promoting. I'm like, it's really cool. And then there is also uh, uh, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm-hmm. the, the really piss poor version of the yeah, Alan LXG. Moore. Yeah, yeah, the Alan Moore. Uh, Graphic novel, and it was terrible, absolutely terrible. Well, the movie, yes, the movie, yeah, but he was shoehorned in there. Well, Dorian Um, Gray isn't in his work, so if you mention Dorian Gray in League, it has to be the terrible movie. Mm -hmm. And and I think we've I've discussed it in like in English classes in college where you got you know Dorian Gray and they talk about uh, they talk about Oscar Wilde and like what is he saying with Dorian Gray, and then we made the jokes about this is going to be a very clean version of Dorian Gray where they take out all the homoerotic references but 
at the same time as we're listening to it, you can't help but not hear them like throughout. Like yeah. this very like kind of a misogynistic, you know, oh look at this beautiful man with his beautiful face and mm -hmm. look at his look at his beautiful portrait and just captured in time and I want to I like that that's the accent you remember them using. <laughs> that's the accent they all use in that old timey look at this portrait. Old timey Oil. British. Old timey British. I want to make love to the portrait. Hmm. Pip pip. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, you have the pip-pip mustache, don't well, you? Well, I, I just... Sorry, I had a weird thought. You know, he he stabs the portrait, and then he dies. What happens if you Spoilers. try to... Spoilers. What, what, happens, <laughs> what happens if you try to go a little sexual with the portrait? What happens? Mm -hmm. Sorry, Ooh, you, yeah. you, you brought me well, there. Mike, well, perhaps, the, perhaps that was all a metaphor. I'm pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure the audio program made sure that I knew it was a metaphor. The, the <laughs> knife. The knife was a metaphor for his penetration. Maybe. Yes. And and what he was really doing was having sex with the portrait. And once you and maybe it was like a like like uh, a like a self love thing, like an anti self love. You know, like hyper Christian, where it was like, no, you know, you can't masturbate because if you do, you're going to hell. And as with all masturbation, one good thrust and it's over. It's really all it takes if you really get it down right. Let's right. let's. I mean, uh, efficiency. I'm trying, I'm trying to also shift like the, the time period. It might also be an allegory for um, switching over from and and we can we can talk about Playboy in a second, but shifting from the days when you were like actually physically reading a magazine. For for rub one out material, and now we have the interweb, which which has got all manner of of debauchery at our disposal for that kind of like joy. That you call it debauchery. Now I and, like back, but back then, but back then they have like, he had his portrait, and he's like, I have to discard this portrait because I have radio and I can listen to pornography and people moaning and pip pipping and so the whole <laughs> the whole story is just about him like. Getting better technology, <laughs> new ways, better ways to rub. It's switching from it's switching from dial up to high speed, you know, uh, to wireless, and it's what a dramatic I, way to view that. I am I am presently able to dock my phone in my Camry That's and true. rub when one I, out when on I, a road trip. When I thought about how this podcast was going to go, I didn't think it was going to go here, but that's interesting. <laughs> Okay, the one thing I remember from having actually read the short novel is uh, something that got cut out of this was that he visited a lot of opium dens mm -hmm. in his pursuit of hedonism. But opium dens was a specific redraft that the publisher made Oscar Wilde do. Originally, it was bathhouses. So it was very blatant. Wow. That that's oh, wow. Was up Interesting. So, and the publisher said, no, no, too, Specifically no. too gay? What, is that what he was saying? Like, or too just... too much? Because that's the thing: is he's like exploring men. Yeah, yeah. That's what's happening. He's For trying to without explore, saying he's, it. He's, he's gone purely hedonistic. He's it, trying to get. Yeah. He's trying to get. It's his pursuit through his life while his while his portrait is like deteriorating based on like the kind of experiences he's going through. Yeah. He's out there like going to bathhouses. He's going to see prostitutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, presumably getting ravaged by syphilis. Or yeah, he's like, doing everything. He's doing. He's, he's really he's, doing. He's, it. he's a Highlander, but he's letting his picture take the take the mm -hmm. you know the picture liver the picture. The yeah. yeah. So uh, while he's out doing that and having fun. He's got his friend who's trying to experience it with him, but can't keep up clearly because he doesn't have his magic, yeah. his condom his picture, soul's you know, his body. Yeah, 
That's his right. prophylactic picture. Yeah, his prophylactic picture. Right. His soul prophylactic. Yeah, that doesn't really. That doesn't. That really suffered. Uh, that part of the story really suffered through the the yeah, radio and telling I don't know of it. If that was radio censorship or just cutting for time, so they have to lose a gigantic plot. Uh, so I didn't really like but... miss anything because like uh, maybe or maybe I did. Maybe I did miss something. Oh, yeah, I, don't I didn't. I, it didn't translate to me that like nothing. None. No harm. He was. He was truly preserved. Like he couldn't hurt himself. He couldn't. Like get syphilis because yeah, the portrait about, got syphilis. I don't know about hurting himself. I don't know if the portrait would get it if he hit his thumb with a hammer, which is one way that LXG was wildly bad in terms of Dorian Gray. But yeah, all the the physical ravages of sin, whether it's actual disease or whether it's just you know you don't sleep at all and you get yeah. wrinkles around your eyes. Yeah, they were they were very catty about what he was actually doing, right? Because he goes from like going to the theater every night yep. and <laughs> then I Such guess this pervy, painting looks horrible. Such a pervy. Now, so. yeah. Pervy oh. pursuit, fucking accurate, the right? The theater yeah. Yeah. every night. I'm going to live to my life uh. to the fullest. I'm going to the theater every night. I, I you can't would, tell me what to do, Dad. It probably wouldn't have been as interesting of a of a book, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. if he did. But I feel like it would have been um, just interesting to go all the way. Like if he can't like harm himself, then he wouldn't be able to feel pleasure either. Like he is truly preserved in yeah. that in that form, well, it's a, it's a and all he gets to do is be it pretty kills sensation. Yeah. in terms of protecting you, that's why uh, Penny Dreadful kind of actually explores that because oh, the, char- the character of of Dorian Gray in it um, hosts orgies. He's like he doesn't give a shit. He he explains. He's like I have to live. He goes the only way I can live my life is experiencing things. He goes I don't care. And so he rarely gets shot down because people are always trying to like piggy tail on you know you know piggyback on that um, piggy tail. So when he does get when he does get shot down, he's like he starts to kind of like freak out, and he's like, "Well, I don't get it." And she's like, "You're getting rejected," is what's happening. And he's like, "Oh," but he can't get injured, you know. Mm-hmm. His he, he's his pursuit is for like the physical sensation. Right. And going back to the short story, it's interesting that Oscar Wilde, back at a time when he had to kind of maintain his you know his persona as being a very witty man, I'm gay, I have to get, I'm going to get you know persecuted for. You know, chasing after my rent boy and all that shit. That he has to make this entire allegory about you know mm-hmm. pursuing the things that you want to, but having to live a lie and having things kind of like be painted on the wall. Especially you know? because this is a moral fairy tale. I mean, the the short stories he wrote were pretty much fairy tales all across the board, and right. this is like. What if all your sin went into something else? Wouldn't that be great? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> this is so, like the this is like the back in the day version of. Yeah. Uh, Oh, fuck, Black Mirror? Is that what it is? Black Swan? No, what is Are you that? Are talking about the BBC series? The BBC yeah, series, it's where it's just like all these, like, uh, just like really like high concept, what if the future is like this? What if you could remember everything? Would that be good or bad? Mm-hmm. And they describe it. And, oh, it's bad sometimes. And then this, <laughs> and this, is, this is very much... Like, ooh, what if you could preserve yourself? Yeah, you know what? We're fine. Yeah, (laughs) everything's fine. If I could go back in time, I'm like, "Mm, well, if I could go back in time, I'd found a porno called Rub One Out Magazine because that was a good name. Rub One Out. (laughs) Well, just hitting the nail on the head is like just like they did in in the 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 radio play. Like naked women just shrugging and gesturing. "Uh, This seems fine, right? Mm -hmm. Is this what you like? Is this? Yeah, is this one good? Are you learning? Like kind of a thumbs up. Vote thumbs yes. up for titties. <laughs> Vote yes, no. Write a postcard to us. Uh, you were saying though. I'm sorry. You were you were going to talk about the old timey radio show and what they were saying. I don't know if I was. You're fine. What was I saying? Oh no. Oh, I was just saying they they were they were they were uh, being very blatant. I don't because I, I again I haven't read it. 
I don't know how much of that dialogue was ripped from the book or they, if they yeah, rewrote. I can't remember specific dialogue. I remember vague plot, plot but, arcs. Right. Well, there was, there was a lot of moments where they would say something like, like very just hitting the nail on the head yeah. with Oh, yeah. How, that, that, I don't know. What, I mean, what is happening in the story. Oscar Wilde may have done that a little more, but if you do that... If you do that four times in a 24-minute piece, that yeah. feels a lot. If you people, do that four times in a 100-page book, succumb. It, it's a little more spaced out and a little more understandable. Although, I, I wonder, because we all got it. Like, before it even started, we know the idea of right. the right. portrait yes, yeah. of Dorian Gray. So well, I wonder if hearing it for the first time, it would have been more like, yeah, and that, oh, oh, wait a minute. That would have yeah. made a difference. Like, I don't think I, I don't, I can't think of an earlier story where it is I have some sort of version of me that absorbs all of my sin and I'm fine with mm-hmm. Well, we've, in, in, in popular lexicon, we've, we've adopted quite a few, uh, quite a few. Yes, Michael, yes. Uh, Oscar Wildisms, like the easiest way to avoid temptation is to succumb to it, you know, and like, that's right. like, oh, yeah, sure. Um, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. Right, right, right. You know, and so we're, <laughs> we, we take, <laughs> yeah, the internet is on the computer now, Abraham Lincoln. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing mm-hmm. worse than the internet is not the internet. Right. <laughs> Dalai Lama. Um, but yeah. I it's... swear to God someone said that, though, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I mean, going into it, I'm like, how much of this, in terms of being condensed for a radio show and for being cleaned up for a radio show, is just going to be like they're grabbing some of his greatest hits and cramming them in there? And would I know more of Oscar Wilde's, uh, you know, orv? Ouvre, Nice. High five for buddies. Works. Uh, works. <laughs> I'm sure, like, it'd be interesting to see if they did, like, grab from other sources to, like, throw it on this radio show. So mm-hmm. it's possible. Um, but for I this, re- I don't know. It was so short. I don't know what other yeah. other I, elements they would put into it. If I it. remember the actual novella that well, I don't. I think there was still the friend, but I don't think he was as directly a bad influence. It may have just been that it took longer for Dorian to go from dude to dude doing a lot of sinning things. Yeah, I seem to remember, like, there's... And like, especially, I seem to remember the friend just being kind of rakish. That was about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which sort of fits with Oscar Wilde. And, and in those not, novels... Like, I will then. ruin you. It's more like, let's have a ball tonight. Let's yeah. go to the theater. Two nights in a row. There's a narrator. <laughs> there's a narrator observer usually saying, talking about these people who's, like, you know, reporting this stuff in third person. And, you know, he's talking about this is Osquile, this is his friend, this is the painter. And, you know, they're, they're usually the conscience that goes through it. Like, I can't believe they were doing this. So, I, I mean, I could be remembering it wrong, too. You know, like, I'm like, isn't that what happens? So, who knows? Maybe they, maybe they go and have sex with Dracula and then hook up with Victor Frankenstein and Mary Wollstonecraft. That's great. Can we have sandwiches? I'm getting a little blood sugar yes, here, take, guys. Yes, let's take a break and eat our sandwiches. Nah. <laughs> Let's talk about Grey Poupon. We're eating. <laughs> We're eating. Can't like. talk. Eating. Mm. Um, it was... I've never consciously thought about Grey Poupon until this very moment. <laughs> so, did you ever see the video? Do you have oh, any yeah. commercials? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pardon okay. me. I... Do you have any, any Grey Poupon? Uh, but of course. <laughs> <laughs> but of course. I feel like I'm being the resident senior citizen next to your cat. Um, that, like, I remember, like, the original videos and then all of a sudden, like, the parody video. It's like, pardon oh. me, do you have any Grey Poupon? Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, like, leaving. Or just straight up Wayne's World. Like, pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon? Ha 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 Right. Well, and the, and the thing is, is like, in terms of <laughs> their pimping fancy mustard, that is something, that is something mm-hmm. you need to advertise. We're not talking about, this is like, this is the Cristal 
of mustard. The Cristal of mustard. Yep, this is... this is Grey Poupon, I'm going to read the bottle. Is, uh, of course, really cool. but of course. Oh, Grey Poupon, made with white wine. Ooh. Oh. Dijon mustard. What's Dijon? Is, is that uh, a place? I believe it's a fr- the French word for fancy. Seriously? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I am an excellent liar. No, I, I'm pretty sure it, it actually does mean something in terms of mustard, but I'm pretty the sure region, it's nothing. The region of you'll, France. You'll be happy to know that it's owned by the Kraft Corporation. Oh, good. So, just so you know. Uh, ingredients include Crafty. water, oh, vinegar, cheese. mustard seed, salt, white wine, fruit pectin, yep. citric acid, tartaric acid. That's mm-hmm. the hot stuff. tartar. Uh, sugar, spice, <laughs> not everything nice. They don't have everything nice in there. No, uh, it just, uh, uh, no, so, it says the tartaric acid, comma, sugar, comma, spice. And then nothing else and after then that? nothing else. Mm. Um, that's probably, I didn't Least get the country guessing. mustard, I got the regular one, so the, the country version maybe has it. I think that has everything yeah. nice in it. Dijon sure. is What did a, you say the country mustard of the It, it had um, the... Grape Poupon we have is the standard variety, which is a pretty uniform brownish yellow. The country version has flecks of brown in it, which I believe makes it fancier. Oh, yeah, that's like the speckled kind of yeah. one. speckled okay. mustard. Yes. You know what I think we should do is... I don't with... buy that at all. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. To the grocery <laughs> store. God damn it. We'll be right back when we go to, to Kowalski's <laughs> fight it out to the death over the mustard. Yeah. Is a double wheel mobile just two cars trouble. smashed together that we kind of drive? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's a, oh, it's a terrible hybrided vehicle, like those those cars that have a truck bed. So, so I, I mean, Grey Poupon has been like the fancy mustard, and now if you go into a condiment aisle in just about any grocery store, they'll give you like a, the... You know, They'll just give it oh, to yeah. you. They're uh, like, please take our fancy well, mustard. Like, yeah. Poupon is like still there, but then you like we were just talking, meaning I was just talking about the <laughs> fact that there's a metric crap ton of fancy mustards out yeah. there. There's horseradish. There is wasabi mustard. Ooh. There is stone ground. There are, you know, there's like, there's Dijon ketchup. You oh, know, yeah. I've I mean, gotten like... Bare Naked sharp, Ladies sing about it for crap's I've gotten sharp vinegar ketchup. It's what? very good. Yeah. Does it cut? Is it that sharp? It's pretty sharp. God. It's very vinegary. Seriously. It goes well with fries. Ketchup that cuts your own yeah. bread. We had this on sandwiches, yeah. and I think we should go around and say how it was on said sandwich, mm-hmm. starting with Brian. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, well, well, well yeah. first of all, actually, before we even go into that, I did enjoy, this is maybe a little tangential, but, tangential, but I did enjoy um, the different makeup of everyone's sandwich. Uh, the way that everyone designed their own sandwich was uh, was was interesting. Did you well, watch me make my own sandwich? Uh, well, I, I saw you your your finished product and like <laughs> like mine was very tidy uh, I like to fold the meat in so that the bread is uh, covering all of it uh, 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 so it's like more so of a slider it's more of a slider, slider. yeah yeah sure. I, I don't like it I don't like I don't I don't like stuff falling out the sides of my sandwich however yours was a mess oh. <laughs> This voyeur is like exposing my soul on this podcast. Yeah, sorry, oh. really. Well, we skipped nicknames this time, but I think you're Mikey uh, Haphazard Sandwich. <laughs> I am Messy Sandwich Postal. That's, <laughs> that's my new Twitter handle. But it was it was impressive. It was impressive. I, I like I like a lot of I like a lot of the you know the I want the filling. I don't not just the the mustard, but I I want to have like. The, the meat, the when I get Subway, I usually I usually get a vegetarian sub. Mm-hmm. And I usually get it doubled up because otherwise, if you've been to Subway, it's like Mostly we're going to put, yeah, we're yeah. going to have bread with some, you know, with mm-hmm. some iceberg lettuce and some really sad, wilty tomatoes. And I'm like, let's make it a super and I'll pay the extra buck. 
because I'd like to have actually some vegetables. I want a salad yeah. in my in my sandwich. And if you otherwise, if I'm going to have Hawaiian bread, I might as well have it hollowed out with spinach dip in the middle because. Fuck you, Hawaiian bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so what was yeah. your... How was so, your um, I provided the sandwich fixings today, and it is tiny Hawaiian rolls and then some, some good chicken and turkey from a deli, um, because this is my go-to lazy potluck thing. Uh, make your own goddamn sandwiches, I call it. Uh, yeah, mine mine was... I'm not sure Hawaiian bread was the right choice for Grey Poupon, because the sweetness of the bread sort of neutralize the spiciness of the mustard more than it would on just plain bread. But I still liked it. I could taste the grape Poupon I put in there. It balanced well with meat. That is its goal. It is mustard. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, the thing I feel about Hawaiian bread and these kind of sandwiches, it feels very much like a, a senior party in high school, you know, like, or a... a yeah, that's a feel I'm going for. A church, the, the church lock-in, like the kind of shit you'd see and like they'd give you a plate of all these and like there's ham in the back and there's turkey and there's roast beef and knock yourself out with these little like plates of, of mustard. But instead of lame-ass Plotsman's, we... We uh, we fancied up and we fortified and we got ourselves some great pecan. Uh mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, you know. But again, I took the day off and I was famished. I hadn't really eaten much today, so I would probably have eaten it if it fell on the floor. And that's my story. Well, I'll um, make another nice. one and I'll drop it on the floor. Please do, this. please do. How about you, friend? Uh, well, I had mine with the buffalo chicken, and I feel like the uh, buffalo chicken slices actually heightened the spiciness. They like maybe mm-hmm. I, I I I wonder because I, I we we. We all ate two sandwiches, let's yes, be honest. We ate one while we were listening sandwiches. to the Portrait of Dorian Gray. Yes, because we had to balance them. Yes, and uh, and I feel like the second one for me was actually better as far as what it did for the Grey Poupon. Mm-hmm. Because I, it definitely felt like it, it had more kick to it. Yes. And I also did put a little more uh, Grey Poupon on my sandwich, but... I, I was I was I was very pleased with it. I'm a big when you fan. doctored yours up, yeah. I'm a big fan of foods that make you feel, and Grey Poupon <laughs> makes you feel. I think I like foods that make me stop feeling. <laughs> Eat my feelings. That's a good. That's a good way to look at food. I yeah. Like foods that make mm-hmm. me feel. <laughs> well, yeah. That, that's why I go with deli meats instead of just you know Hormel sad pack Mm-mm. Mm-mm. tube. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That, that makes you feel. feel. It makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, not the right kind of that, feel. That's, a, that's no. why. I mean, that's why I keep a couple of things of different. And mustard and I and I have like five mm-hmm. different hot sauces. I have sriracha. I've got the chipotle Tabasco. I've got you know Cholula. Cholula. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like to have like different choices and different experiences with like the kind of food. I have, I like things mm-hmm. to be elevated and flavorful. Uh, oh, when yeah. we were in Vegas, one of the things I remember was going to the Hard Rock for breakfast, and like they're like, oh, this food's great. And and Rachel got like a, a croissant egg sandwich, and we we're like so excited, and like it came out, and it was massive. Like it was just like they must have used like six eggs folded over and mm-hmm. cheese and bacon, mm-hmm. and we took a bite, and it was just like left. I was like, this should like really knock us it over. Should be like, and it was just like I was like, I, bread. yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is not. And I, and, I mean, I've had croissant witches yeah. after you know a night of drinking where I'm like, this, this my, is my life is like. <laughs> It's never going to be the same. And this was just like sad $12 sadness. Yeah, if, a, if an SA croissant witch beats out a $12 mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hard rock. But then again, every time we've been to Vegas, man, we've always gone to Hash House and Go-Go. Hash House and Go-Go, And that man. spoils the shit out of you. Mm, so, so good. How about you, brother? 
I had two of the sandwiches I well as well, and I had both of the meats on there. I actually think I preferred the what did you, uh, not the buffalo chicken. It was just regular smoked, no, turkey, smoked turkey, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think just... I preferred that, but it might have been that I had a lot more Dijon mustard mm-hmm. on the second sandwich, and that really made it pop a lot right. more. And also, I was just dunking the sandwich <laughs> you really directly oh, yeah. into the Dijon. So mustard. yeah, what was that? What was that little observation? Pump. Yeah, you were just like grob, grob, grob. Yeah, I, yeah. hey, I wanted to clean off this plate. I'm anal retentive and needed to clean it off. Well, so, you know, so if somebody what's your house, Alex, the didn't plate suggest we have fucking plates. <laughs> fancy paint. It would just be all over the table, and right. I'd be licking it off. Well, I'd have to clean my hand. Well, right? it's interesting wanna... because on the commercials, they, they also showed them like they do. They like daub it on with like the tiny little like fancy fork. Yeah, I'm sorry, you didn't knife. have a tiny silver spoon. Yeah, I'm not a dauber. You should have well, got your dauber out. Yeah, yeah, not a dauber. Oh, so if I, I... got the wide mouth gray poupon, is what you're saying? <laughs> the squirt bottle. <laughs> I, I mean, I prefer uh, I prefer like a tub. Like if you could just get like some kind of vat, like a gravy bowl. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yes, ideal. I, oh, yeah. I so think, what I liked about it is actually it gave me some hints of uh, wasabi that I didn't think it would be there. Yeah, like, I was uh, surprised there wasn't horseradish in it. Yeah, I, I yeah. When too. we were reading it, we were kind of looking for horseradish, and yeah. I liked that spiciness. It wasn't like pronounced mm-hmm. or anything. Right. You kind of had to, like I said, glob it on there to even get like kind of that mm-hmm. flavor. But it kind of got up into your sinuses a little. Yeah, that's good. It, it's got a it wasn't so much um, spiciness as it was like a. Stick Sting, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's like that. It, can, it kind of stings a little bit in, yeah. in, a, in a really nice way. That's why I, don't know, I like it. It's what? strong. I think it's strong. It's stronger than, like, most of the of the B-Squad Dijons out there, I'm gonna too. I'm going to open the bottle. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Mm. I'm going yes, to take this knife. Hold on. Oh. It's, yeah. like, it's like Kid Simple all over again. Yeah, that's good stuff. Ray Poupon. Seriously, Olivier can oh, suck yeah. it, man. This I'm going <laughs> to take, take my finger here and uh, taste Poor Olivier. Bit. Probably never had Ray Poupon. Poor bastard. He doesn't know he's missing. Yeah, you get that sting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit in the back of the throat, a little bit about the back of the nose. Yeah. Stings, just a subtle little sting, much like a bald mole from Oscar Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Segway. Let's All talk right. about them. Comparisons. Let's just go right into it. So, um, I like that the gray poupon wasn't misogynistic. <laughs> that oh. was like right away I noticed this isn't like hating women at all. I don't all know. For no I mean, the commercials, it was never too dowdy women. <laughs> it was always very proper old British men. But we're not talking about the commercials, it's oh, just wow. the product. Right. It was the lifestyle they were selling. <laughs> you want to be a dowdy old British man. And perhaps you should have our mustard instead of the yellow one. Don't let the female get into <laughs> your covers. Why was it just taking side swipes at women like... Oscar Wilde. Uh, was it Oscar Wilde? I don't remember that from the book at I don't all. Know. But I would not. I have not I read it with like that the eye. The book did have the actress fiance. It was a lot more abrupt in this, obviously, just for time. But I feel like she did exist in the other one, and it was less. It was less misogynism for its own sake, and more misogynism because this makes a good path so that I can have him to myself again, and I have my bachelor buddy. I liked how she busted them. She heard them talking shit about her performance and being poor, and she kind of like starts talking about it. And then they're like, yeah, no, you suck. Let's just get out of here. She's like, no, no, don't say that. He's like, no, I can't watch you anymore. You're terrible. I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. But I don't up. want to be cruel, but I can never see you again. <laughs> this performance is spoiling <laughs> Did he say something like, he's like, I usually, no, I don't mean not to be kind or something like that. It's like something, something about being bad, kind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean to be unkind. Back, a yeah. Backhanded. I'm but not that was be terrible a... acting and I can never see you again. Yeah. 
Your oh. art is bad, and you should feel bad. Our love was weak enough to have one foul performance <laughs> ruin it for the rest of our lives. One foul I performance because she discovered what real life is like, so acting yes. is now a hollow I'm sham. I'm so, so real sorry. Profound. Were you sick? Were you sick? Is that why your performance was terrible? Yeah. Well, we're breaking up. God, you should never act when you're sick, darling. God, women. On the same time, on the same page, I think if you were not feeling well, maybe Grey Poupon. If you're going to eat something to help like clear you up, if you're a little stuffed up, Grey Poupon would be the kind of thing you, you think want. so. Because I kind of go to the opposite end. It's like I do not want to be throwing up Grey Poupon drenched food. Yeah, I'm just saying, like if you're if you have a cold, if you're feeling a little stuffy, right? You know, if you want that might be your sinuses, sinuses flu, a stuffy sinus. Well, but you might yeah. be better off with just taking wasabi and doing well, that. Well, mm-hmm. get a neti pot, fill it with Grey Poupon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think that's a real good idea. There's an yeah. uptick. Walk on stage. You can't play. do that with Dorian Gray. The emergency Walk on stage playing yeah. Juliet, spitting Grey Poupon out of your nose. You'll be in the papers. All these cases of jaundice. Grey Poupon induced jaundice. Ah! His mustache was yellow, and I don't know why. You know, I, uh, I, I like the Grey Poupon better, <laughs> to be honest, in oh, this yeah. comparison. Uh, I mean, it's... Okay, so Dorian... The, the portrait of Dorian Gray is touted as, uh, like, a pretty significant work. Yeah. yeah of, it's one of his most popular ones. Of, yeah. of, of, yeah. Oscar Wilde. Of, of, of literature. I'd say it sure. crystallized that idea of... Yes. Well, it was talking about that fairy tale kind of idea. Yeah, it's a yeah. fairy tale in that it's got a little bit of magic to it because obviously, you know, just I, he doesn't... He idly wishes that the portrait would age instead. He doesn't find a genie or anything. It, it's not explicitly like, ah, ha, ha, the devil appears. I have your right. soul now, but... Well, and I, and I would say of things that you can put on a sandwich, I think Grey Poupon is probably like my tops. Mm. I like it with almost every meat. So I would say, while you were saying it has a little bit of and magic in it, Portrait of Dorian Gray, I would say Grey Poupon has a lot of magic in it. Mm-hmm. Like a significant just, amount of magic. Just a bit of sharpness to it. Yeah. I can't say Cuts that I like cold. Dorian Gray with every meat. I couldn't. I couldn't say that. I'd well, have to actually I'll, have the experience. I'll have to bring out a parade of meats. Well, if you had for to, Mr. Humphrey, we didn't get to Joshua meat. parade of meats. <laughs> Maybe you should be the boss. Maybe we should all get a try the Cornish game. Perhaps we should all get a portrait of ourselves commissioned. And then be debauched in front of that and see how it makes us feel. There's a portrait of me behind you. Including eating sandwiches. Kind of. I'm going to eat in a sandwich in front of my headshot. Let's jake the dog. Like, That's good. No, it's not jake what? the dog. Well, I was going to say, uh, what what or kind of meat? is meats? it? Am I yellow Uh-oh. and just in a jaw shape? <laughs> <laughs> well, my soul I, is a dog that can stretch. You know, I usually, like I said, I usually don't uh, eat a shit ton of meat. But I think also Grape Upon just in my experience, has uh, helps out roast beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roast beef is like a really good one to have with Dijon mustard. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you Dorian know, Gray helps I've, roast beef. I've read my share of British literature from about the time of Portrait of Dorian Gray, and one thing that I think America really lacks is when we have like a, a roast or a, a ham or something for Thanksgiving, we don't normally have a pot of mustard next to it to help accentuate the meat. No. That's true. We do that. We do gravy. No, we don't. They do a lot gravy, of cold... mashed potatoes, but not mustard. They well, do a lot of cold meat. We we get, like, deli meat like this, but they do, like, you know, I have some cold beef here. Would you like some cold beef and mustard? And it's always spicy mustard. I'll or, tell you yeah. what. Mm-hmm. Double bill promise. I'm going to bring a bottle of Grey Poupon to Thanksgiving this year. Aww. Oh. And we'll have a nice spicy mustard. That's good. Is That's it good. your family <laughs> Thanksgiving? Are we coming? 
Do you we, can come if you want to show up. At just to check in, though. Just make sure that the poupon has been brought. <laughs> Excuse and then, me, I was told there would be great poupons. We can solve this easily. I'll just take a picture of it and tag you in Facebook. Done. Mm, no, yeah. I think you need to be there in person. Can you guys do that for me? Can you go there, yeah. check, and then once you've seen the poupon on the table, <laughs> um, then you yeah. can leave to your own what respective I'll Thanksgiving. I'll take a picture of the great poupon on the table, but I'll then badly Photoshop it so it looks like the great Poupon has just been slapped onto a photo of a regular Thanksgiving table so that there will be no So you proof. go through the effort. <laughs> yes. I will cut out the great Poupon from the actual picture and then like shift it 30 good, degrees. Good. Yellow, yellow Make construction it paper. Hey, if, you suddenly, if you suddenly have Photoshop skills, why have you been holding out on me? Yeah, where the hell is <laughs> it? It'll be pretty bad. I've done one of Photoshop ever and it was literally blacking out a face and putting a question mark in there and it was pretty bad. Perfect. Wow. For mystery person. Right? I think we're done here. Yep. Talking yeah. about Dorian. Any, Moving right along. Any final thoughts well, on I mean, Dorian, we, Dorian we, Poupon? Who, I mean, so, I mean, I think it was pretty unanimous that Grey Poupon is better than the portrait of Dorian Gray. Sorry. I think at least this audio version that we heard. Yes, for sure. Dorian Gray. Yes, I, I appreciate Oscar Wilde-isms are up there with Groucho Marx-isms for me. Like the, the witty individual lines. But then when you get into the short novels that contain those you end up with a lot of misogynistic filler apparently yeah <laughs> you you uh, he's a he's a he's a uh, just going to hate on women till i think of something clever again no dorothy um uh, parker dorothy parker yeah How champagne did I get there from that uh well she was known for her witticisms and the uh, I know, but around the table was dorothy and I, I knew i champagne for my real friends and real pain for my sham friends all right, Good stuff right there. Groucho Marx. Yes. Well, I've had a perfectly we... lovely evening, but this wasn't it. And I and I think it might be appropriate to end with an Oscar Wilde Oscar Wilde quote. Oh, sure. I I have one that I've been. Oh, you have one. Yeah, it's another goal. Um, you don't have one. When I when I eat, which is rare, I always eat with a with a dollop of Grey Poupon on my whatever I'm eating. That's my favorite. It, that's my, it's such I a good quote by him. They, that's, on the, that's on the wall of the Wild Wasn't Roast. That in- <laughs> it's true. It's true, it is. It's, it's just beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's that, um, picture of Dorian Gray. It always stops and makes me think. Right. Mm, very interesting. <laughs> that's been Double Bill for this week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Double Bill, Double Bill. Comparing culture, it's Double Bill. Putting two things together, it's Double Bill. It's Double Bill.